what is going on, David? How are you doing today? Hey, Brandon. I'm doing great. How are you? Excited to come on. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, dude. I'm really happy to have you on as well. So for my fans out there who don't know, David is the owner of Kingsfield Fitness. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, Kingsfield Fitness. Um, we provide active recovery and mobility tools for those in the fitness industry, um, as well as professional athletes uh, to help them achieve their peak performance. Right on. So when you when you talk about mobility tools, what, what does that mean? What does that look like for the average Joe, the average person who's not into fitness? Sure. So mobility is just it's just a small part of a overall fitness routine. Um, when you're exercising, when you're playing competitive sports um, or if you're running a lot, you're putting excess stress on your body and you need to compensate for those muscle imbalances. So um, focus on your mobility uh, is, is vitally important to a successful uh, fitness routine. Yeah, so we provide tools. We provide tools to help people. Um, you know, with their mobility and, and their, their active recovery. Right on, right on. So, David, tell me a little bit about yourself. How did you get into the fitness space? How did you get into the mobility space? What what drives you? Sure. So, um, I played hockey my whole life. I grew up in Michigan, um, played college hockey. And as a result of my playing career, when I was 21, I tore my labrum in my right hip. Had to have that surgically repaired. Tore my labrum in my left hip uh, as soon as I came back. Had that surgically repaired when I was 23. Wow, so when I was crazy. coming back from, yeah, it was uh, quite challenging. But when I was coming back from my second hip surgery, my physical therapist recommended trying one of his vibrating foam rollers um, in between my therapy sessions. Mm -hmm. And I saw pretty good results with it. Um, and, you know, it definitely helped uh, break up that, that tightened muscle that, I had when I was, when I was rehabbing. So, um, I looked more into it and thought it would be a good business opportunity, a good opportunity to provide people, um, with those, with the vibrating foam rollers that, um, I could, I could get manufactured and it made much more affordably than the one I was using. And so, um, after kind of analyzing it and looking more into it, I gave it a shot. And so, uh, my last year of, of college, I, was doing this on the side uh, while playing hockey and uh, being a full-time grad student. So um, now that that's over, I've been focusing on this full-time and um, yeah, we, we have plans to get into other products. Um, we have some other products on our site, but our core product offering is, is the vibrating foam miller, which, which uh, people find pretty useful. It's yeah, used absolutely. by professional athletes as well as you know, the average Joe. So, you know, I, um, I know personally I use, I love, I mean, I don't have, I don't have one myself. Cause uh, I mean, they're like you said, uh, they're a little expensive, especially out here. Now you got to look into your, your company though, since you talked about the, uh, making them affordable, but I know, I know they're great for anyone who's just trying to get, they're trying to get and loosen up. They're trying to get in the gym. I'm a big fan of foam rollers and anything like that. So I definitely, definitely agree with you on that. Right. Yeah. And, and um, just for, for pricing purposes, like ours are, are priced pretty competitively compared to competition. And right now ours are on sale for $59. Um, some of the competition sells for $200. So yeah, that's um, crazy. my goal is to make it as affordable for people as possible. Um, but it is also important to note that uh, foam rolling is important, but it's not, it's not the same for everybody. Like everybody has different muscle imbalances. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you got to find what works for you.
Yeah, absolutely. And I, I actually know someone who, or not someone in particular, but I've known people who actually overdo it with the foam rollers. I had some clients who showed up and they had bruising all up and down their leg. And I said, oh my God, what happened to you? And she informed me that that was from her foam roller. And so we had to have a little discussion and let her know that just because it hurts doesn't mean it's working correctly, even if she's sore. You got you to gotta kind of understand your equipment, not just go out there willy-nilly. Right. No, absolutely. And uh, that's a good point you make, Brandon, because a lot of it, the biggest thing in, in all of fitness is education. So educating yourself on, on you know, different uh, aspects of it from recovery to your form while you're working out. Yeah, is, absolutely. Is the most important thing. Now, so, uh, speaking of the education behind it, what um, what do you think is the most important factor as far as recovery goes and your products? What do you think it provides to the person uh, at like the cell level? What do you what do you think foam rolling is doing to the body? Right. So, like I said, it's just is foam rolling. It's just a small part of the active recovery process. Um, the biggest part of recovery, in my opinion, is your diet, nutrition, and sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, you know, it, it depends on your activity, but you're putting excess stress on your body, on your muscles. Your muscles might be imbalanced. For me, I was a hockey player, um, so my my hips and, and my pelvis was naturally tilted oh, yeah. um, forward due to the excess pull of the hip flexor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's different for everyone else, but you just got to know what your imbalances are. So for me, loosening up the hip flexors, um, similar to anyone who's into biking, um, you're going to have tightened hip flexors. So, yeah, yeah. Um, it's different for everyone. It's just, like I said, the biggest part is education, knowing on which parts of which muscle groups you need to work on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, especially for like the, the mass majority of like my audience, they're just like average Janes and Joes who are sitting at a desk all day. And I try and I try and inform them and let them know when you're sitting for so long, your body just tightens up and you're lo- you're losing over time a lot of the mobility that you gained when you were younger. So things like foam rollers and uh, mobility drills and stretching out and doing things during the day, not just during your workouts, is huge because someone who's sitting at a desk for 10 hours a day is absolutely going to have a forward tilting pelvis or they're going to have uh, what I call lower cross syndrome. So, I mean, I think, I think that's huge. I think that's so important. So having that education yeah. is key, but tell yeah, me, absolutely. so regarding your products, how do you, how do you educate your, your clients per se? So when you send out the product, do you give them any idea of how they should be using it? Or is there like a tutorial base on like your Instagram or website or how do you, how do you guys go about that? Just because of the people who misuse these type of products. Right. Yeah. So it's important to educate the customer on, on proper use. Um, with every order we send, um, a product insert that has steps on how to foam roll as well as a link to um, our YouTube page. We have uh, we have uh, foam rolling routines on there um, as well as our Instagram um, proper routines that you know I use myself in my personal career and mm-hmm. uh, were very helpful. So uh, there's plenty of stuff out there. Um, some of it is more valid than others. You know, I got I got mine from certified uh, trainers. So. Um, people who actually know what they're talking about people know what they're talking about but you know general rule of thumb when you're foam rolling Mm -hmm. you want to roll at a rate of about one inch per second um if you find a tender spot you kind of want to sit on it and let the foam roller do its work um and then our our foam rollers is over twice as effective due to the vibration feature and so um you can increase your range of motion by up to 40 percent 
compared to 18% with a traditional foam roller. Wow. That's so, but it's important. It's important not to overdo it. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a huge increase difference though. But yeah, yeah. Studies have shown that, that, um, 40% compared to 18% in terms of range of motion. So it's definitely helpful. It's beneficial to anyone who's, who, you know, wants to improve their recovery and, um, and their, their athletic performance. Yeah, absolutely. Now you were talking about, um, other stretching and things you do for recovery. What are, what would you consider besides foam rolling? What is one of the most important factors of, um, your mobility routine? What kind of what kind of exercises do you personally do? Uh, so everyone's different, and that's that's important to note again. Yeah, of course. Um, myself, I had two two labral tears in, in both hips, so I do a lot of hip routines, um, hip circles, ninety ninety pails and rails. Ninety nine um, is a big one. That's a that's actually one that I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that I've just started implementing into my routine for real in the last uh, six months or so. That that's a game changer exercise, in my opinion. Right and. No, it's, it's a great exercise. And like you said, your audience is sitting, um, at their desk for extended periods of time or not all of them, but the majority of them. And that's definitely something that will help uh, loosen up their hips. Um, I'd also recommend, you know, making sure their glutes are firing properly because when you, when you sit for an extended period of time, your, your glutes tend to to become inactive. And, um, so it's similar to, to hockey too, is, um, you know, humans aren't meant to sit for that long. Uh, long periods of time and you know not, not to skate for that period that long a period of time so um focusing on those those imbalances and making sure your your pelvis is is tilted uh properly so uh that's the that's the main goal if you will of my mobility is is focusing on hip mobility and uh, making sure my glutes are are firing got you right on that sounds really good so tell me tell me a little bit about um your company Kingston Fitness. Let's talk about um. What, so I know you said you I know you said like you you got the idea when you got injured and you're working on it. What what drove you to actually pursue this company and make it happen rather than just keep it a dream? Right, I think uh, always remembering my why and why why I do things is what what helps me get through it and what's led me to be in the position I am now. Um, you know, going through those those injuries, those are two six month rehab periods, so mm-hmm. um, a long period of time, and that's my main why is to, you know, my injuries were somewhat preventable. Um, They're due to overuse and muscle imbalances, and so mm-hmm. um, I want to pass along my knowledge and, and experience um, to others. I wish I had the knowledge I had now, and uh, you know, if I could create a business around creating content around that and providing products for people to, to help. Um, so that that doesn't happen to them is, yeah. is my, is what drives me. And so, um, keeps me motivated and you know, I, I love doing it. Absolutely. Now, when it, when it came to starting a business, was that difficult? I know, uh, for me personally, starting a business has been, it's been a lot of fun, but there's tons of challenges. How's it been for you? Yeah, sure. It's, uh, there's challenges along the way. Um, I think, Biggest thing for me is having a long-term growth mindset with everything, mm-hmm. um, which helps me, you know, overcome short-term uh, issues or challenges. And then the second biggest thing for me is gratitude. Just being grateful that I had the opportunity to do things like this, like come on your podcast and uh, just have extreme gratitude for being able to help people uh, achieve their fitness goals and 
um, you know, continue to do it. Uh, it's something I love doing and uh, that's what, so as far as challenges go, you know, not really uh, in a position to where any short-term challenge is, is too much for me. Um, mm. and keeping that, keeping that long-term mindset with everything is, is what helps me. Yeah. sounds like you're kind of like me. You're a hustler, whatever present, whatever's presented in front of you, you're going to, you're going to complete it. You're going to fix it. Yeah, absolutely. And I love competing and there's a few, uh, competitors in the industry. So, okay. um, it's very, very similar to, you know, like my playing career in hockey and, um, you know, just being able to, pro- trying to provide the most value as possible to, to people. And, um, that's what motivates me. Absolutely. Now, as far as your business goes in the future, what do you, you know, if you could, if you could give a rough idea of a five to 10 year goal, what does your business look like for you? Are you planning on scaling forward? Do you like it where it is? What, you know, what's in the works? Tell me about that. Sure. Uh, five to 10 years. I, I hope it's uh, big enough to support myself financially. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I just, I do it on the side and while I'm still in school and yeah, absolutely. Uh, plan to graduate and- right now. I go to school at Canisius College in Buffalo, New York. Okay, cool. So you're on the other side of the country. For everyone who's uh, not aware, we are we are speaking over a phone line. So that's pretty cool. It's the first for me. It's exciting. I think po- I think right. this podcasting thing is pretty neat. Yeah. So hopefully it goes well, and uh, you know, you get some, you get a couple uh, followers to stay at least after this one. But uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, yeah. As far as uh, where where I see the business going, I, I want to be the one stop shop for at all things recovery and fitness um any any way that i can see helpful to to athletes and and people who uh, enjoy fitness i want to be able to provide value in, in whatever form gotcha. whatever form possible so so let me uh, ask we you plan to get into other i'm sorry go ahead no no go ahead keep going i'm getting ahead oh, of we myself. plan to get into plan to get into other products um from you know protein recovery uh, mm-hmm. amino acids all things that I found personally beneficial to me in my athletic career and obviously staying up to date with the newest and latest information and um, being able to provide value to, to, to people. Yeah. So speaking of newest and latest, um, <laughs> let's talk about cryotherapy. Do you have an opinion on cryotherapy at all? You know, I really don't. I haven't looked into it that much. Um, so I, I can't really speak to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, do you, what do you have? Do you have an opinion on it? You know, I don't necessarily know if I have a strong opinion on it. For for those of you listening who don't know what cryotherapy is, essentially it's where you go stand in a big metal tube and they shoot some really cold nitrogen air at you. And it's supposed I believe it's just supposed to be a cold therapy, if I'm uh, correct. But as far as I'm concerned, I've done a little bit of research and I have not seen any I have not seen anything that has shown me that it's got a lot of potential to it. Now, I don't necessarily know if it's got any disadvantages because I think as far as, you know, icing joints and things like that goes, I, it has to be, okay. you know, it has to, it seemingly has to be okay. But as far as what I can find online and kind of talking to quote unquote experts in these cryotherapy uh, centers here in Southern California, there's no real hard evidence to prove what it does or does not do, as far as I can tell. So I'm, I'm kind of on the fence about it still. I'm actually still looking for more opinions, uh, more reputable opinions on that. So we'll see. It's, I mean, it's, I think it's still kind of a new category of recovery, per se. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I haven't tried it myself. 
and uh, I haven't really looked too much into the research, so I can't personally speak to it. Um, but it's interesting, you know, though. If, I, if it is, if I, you know, if the research shows that it's beneficial, and um, I think people could can use it, then that's something I consider uh, providing. If, yeah. Uh, further further down the line. Yeah, absolutely. Now. I got an I got another thing I want to jump into real quick about recovery. I have so many clients that hit me up about recovery and they say, Brandon, what kind of supplements can I take for recovery? What should I go buy? What what's your opinion on that? Let's talk about that. Sure. So my my opinion on supplements is you you want to prioritize your, your diet and nutrition. You want to get everything you need naturally, ideally. Um, it is possible to do that, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. And um, only supplement what you, what you can't get naturally. So it's important to note again that everybody's different. Everyone's got deficiencies in different areas. So uh, being self-aware in that, in that aspect of it is, is the biggest component. And then, um, you know, I can't really re- recommend any supplements and, until. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course. I would, I would never right, until, have a recommendation over the airways like that. I think my, no, biggest, like, uh, yeah, I think my biggest thing is I have I have these clients that think, oh, if I just take this creatine or if I just drink my protein right after workout, I'm not going to be sore and I don't have to do the mobility work. And I think it I think it's crazy how many trainers are out there not teaching this important stuff. So it's refreshing to see and talk to someone like you who kind of is in the same camp as I am about getting the proper recovery in. Right. Yeah. No. It's uh, obviously you got to prioritize your your mobility, your stretching. Um, the one thing I'd recommend is getting some sort of protein shake in you within 30 minutes of your workout Mm -hmm. uh, for optimal muscle recovery. Um, But other than that, just finding whatever you're deficient in and and supplementing it that way or trying to get it naturally. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So I know I've held your time for a little bit now, but I've got a couple more quick questions for you. Um, As far as your fitness journey, your fitness goes, what, what is your goals look like right now? What are you, what are you currently doing for fitness? I exercise uh, four or five times a week. Um, And then, you know, mix in mobility work and things like that. I have a schedule I stick to weekly. Um, I recommend uh, everyone kind of plan their weeks. Um, But, you know, as far as uh, my fitness goes, you know, I'm just, trying to eat healthy, prioritize my diet, nutrition, sleep, uh, flexibility, you know, uh, all aspects of fitness. Just recently got into to meditation. Um, try to do that for 10 minutes every morning. And How's that going? It pretty, it's good. I found it pretty beneficial so far. Um, it's been about three weeks. And um, there's studies that show that, uh, you know, can increase your your reaction time between a stimulus and an event. Um and your efficiency and in, in, uh, responding to different stimulus. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I'm not an expert in the area, but it's, so I've personally found it that it's actually helped me. So, um, especially with all the distractions in, in today's society. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm actually glad you brought that up because I think meditating is, is huge in this for someone like me. I've, I've been attempting meditation for a long time, but I, it's, it's so difficult. So I feel like finding different apps and different programs to help me has been really beneficial because, you know, especially with business-minded people, our brains are going, going, going. It's really hard to slow them down. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. I definitely recommend um, looking into it. For me, I do a 10-minute routine every day, okay. every morning. Uh, do you do it yourself minute. or do you follow something? I do it myself. I actually learned this from uh, Tony Robbins. Okay. Uh, 
this is his recommendation. But uh, so the first minute I focus on my breathing. Uh, the next three minutes I focus on things that I'm grateful for, three things. Um, the next three minutes I focus on things I want to accomplish that day. And then the next three minutes I focus on long-term goals. And awesome. uh, it only takes 10 minutes. You do it every day. Um, I recommend it. It, it works pretty good. Uh, I know a lot of people think they don't have 10 minutes in a day, but you know, take 10 minutes out of your, out of your Netflix routine or, you know, you could find 10 minutes. If you don't yeah, have 10 minutes, it's there. You don't have a life. So. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So actually that, that brings up a really good topic. I want to ask you, um, what, so do you think mental health and, um, uh, mental health and meditating and all these different things are going to be a big aspect in the fitness space in the next couple of years? I think so. I really do. I think, um, our society is, is our attention spans are getting shorter and shorter and our ability to, to focus and concentrate is, is decreasing. Um, and that's due to the you know, smartphones and apps and things like that. So I think studies are, are going to start coming out uh, about how important it is to clear your mind. And, um, you know, for some people, it, it, you can, you can accomplish a similar outcome through, um, getting lost in a hobby or a task, you know, it doesn't always have to be meditation. Yeah, of course. Uh, like Maybe. I said, but I do think, um, it, like you said, it's going to, I think it is going to become more and more relevant as, yeah. uh, as the time comes on here. Yeah. I think, I think digital wellness is going to be huge coming up. I think b based on all the kids who grew up with iPads and iPhones and, you know, I say kids, but I'm almost 30 years old myself and I can't remember a time where I didn't have an iPhone. And so I think learning how to move and live healthily in the digital space is going to be really important. So I, I think in the next couple of years, we're going to see a lot more apps coming up about how to, um, keep your digital health healthy, how to kind of regulate that. Because I think, I think the regulation part is the issue. We have all these people with, you know, your knowledge and entertainment and, you know, staying away from boredom is at your fingertips 24 hours a day. I talk to a lot of my clients who with the first thing they do in the morning, they wake up, they open their phone and they scroll through Instagram and they automatically have a bad mood because what are they doing? They're looking at people that they wish they looked like. They're looking at things they want to be doing and they're, you know, you're just putting yourself in a bad headspace. So I think, I think that's huge. Digital wellness, I think meditation, mental health, uh, as, you know, digging into mental health a little bit, I think things like anxiety and depression and all those things that people are starting to now talk about more, they're just going to become huge. And I think they're actually going to relate to your health a lot more than people think now in the same way that like foam rolling will. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, you're definitely onto something there. And, um, you know, I'm sometimes guilty myself of checking my phone when I wake up in the morning, but oh, I'm guilty all the um, time. Absolutely. That's, that's where that meditation helps. It kind of helps you prime for the day. Um, so I'm actually going to take your meditation. I'm going to I'm going to take your meditation example and try it out. Actually, I know I've been yeah, working on my I've been working on my morning routine, and uh, I'm always looking for a better way to do things. Especially you know waking up at 4 a.m. <laughs> it's not fun. Oh yeah, I bet. Uh, yeah, and then for the followers that are that if you, if you want to try it out, we we do post uh we posted our meditation routine on our blog, um, KingsfieldFitness.com, under the tab Kingsfield Weekly, okay. and uh, there's a there's a link to the 10 minute meditation 
that I just uh, spoke about. So right, try it right. out and uh, let me know. I'd be interested to hear about your results. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna try and find that, and we'll link it to my audience in my show notes and in my uh, Instagram. So that'd be really cool. I think that'd be really helpful and beneficial for everybody. Perfect. So. Last, let's just finish this guy off real quick. I think we touched on some pretty great topics. Let's uh, give me all your plugs. What uh, what do you want to promote? Show me your your business brand, your uh, Instagram, all that. Sure. So you can check us out at kingsfieldfitness.com. Uh, we provide active recovery and mobility tools. Um, we specialize in our vibrating foam roller right now, um, trusted by professional athletes and fitness enthusiasts to help achieve their peak performance. And um, on top of that, we have other product offerings. You can check us out on Instagram at Kingsfield Fitness, which is how we met. And um, so, uh, and Twitter, I don't know if anyone uses Twitter anymore, but <laughs> Kingsfield underscore fit. Uh, and then you can also find the, the foam roller on Amazon as well. So, okay. um, and then just stay tuned. We have plans to launch more products and, and offerings and we continue to, to put out content in our blog, uh, like our meditation posts that people find useful. So yeah, check us out. Yeah, that's awesome. I wanted to thank you again, David. Thank you so much for giving me a call and coming in on my podcast. I think this has been really beneficial. I think people are going to find a lot of value and a lot of quality for what you have to say as far as the recovery game goes. Yeah, thanks a lot, Brandon. Thanks for having me on. I hope the audience gets some value out of this and uh, best of luck with everything going forward. Yeah, awesome, man. Thank you very much. We'll go ahead and talk to you again next time. All right, take care.